Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. So I was recently in Park City, Utah, uh, and I had no clue that Utah was as beautiful as it is. So how did I get so lucky to to find that out? Uh, and I was at an event, it's called Ignite, and Angela Johnson runs it. And it was phenomenal. And I don't say that just because I was one of the speakers. Uh, it was so phenomenal. And other than access classes, I don't actually do a lot of those sorts of events. Um, and not for any reason, like I just, I guess, busy enough with the access classes that I take and also the access to classes that I facilitate. And when Angela asked me to be a part of this, it was like, oh my gosh, I get to speak at it and take part in it. And I'm so, so grateful. And one of the things that uh, I really took away from it, which is, I'm going to say it might sound a little bit basic, but man, you know, when you just hear what you need to hear, like, it's almost like it's a brand new awareness of magnitude, like so cool. So that's what this show is all based on. So this, the show is called, What Excuses Are You Accepting? And at one point, I think maybe it was even on, maybe it was even the first day, I'm not sure. uh, Angela had said, like, stop accepting your own excuses. And it was just this, honestly, this moment of light bulb moment of holy shit. Like I have been accepting my excuses in in many areas of my life, but I wouldn't have ever called them excuses. Like I would have probably called them true stories. (laughs) Which they're not. They like truly are just excuses. And I'd been accepting them as real and true. And this is just the way it is. And it was just one of those things that I was so thrilled to really get the energy of and and really go, wow, I have been accepting my excuses. And what is it going to take to change that? You know, because it's never about the judging of ourselves when we have an awareness like this. Like it truly isn't. If I would have went into the judgment of me after uh, she said that, I wouldn't have actually been able to continue to receive from it. And what I've been able to continue to receive from it and actually shift and change from it has been exponential. So you really want to look at that for yourself when you're going into the energy of judgment, when you have an awareness or you have an epiphany or a light bulb moment or an aha, whatever you want to call it, and then you go into judgment, that's actually to ensure that you don't receive everything you could receive. Yeah, so everything that brings up, will you destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about judgment that keeps you from infinitely receiving for all eternity? 
Yeah, everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, because really that judgment, that's all it's designed to do. Now, the other piece of judgment, of course, is that it's designed to control people. So whether we're being judged by someone else or we're judging somebody, that's really about controlling them to do what we would like them to do. But when you do it from this aspect of having this huge epiphany and then make yourself wrong for what you were choosing, it really is to ensure that you don't, well, that you stay where you're at, that you continue to stay in that energy. So I was just so grateful to have that and really then look at and be willing to be honest with me about all the places that I was using excuses. I was buying the lie of excuses and accepting them as real and true, like not even a question in my universe around them. And that's been really interesting because prior to me hearing that, if you would have asked me, I probably would have said, well, of course, there's some areas, but not very many anymore. And it's so it's so not true or wasn't. I mean, with this awareness, it's just blown the lid off so much. And just looking at and being aware of and the first thing I usually do with something like this, like an awareness like that is body, please show me when I'm accepting my excuses, please get really loud so that I know the moment that I start, you know, let's say I'm looking at um, one of the things that that I would I wonder about now with kind of this awareness is is my my I'm gonna, disorganization isn't quite the right word because it's not that I'm disorganized but I do allow piles of stuff to uh, accumulate and then when I get kind of hit that whatever that point is for me then I take an hour or two to sort everything and put it in its place and I always feel really good after now living with hubby who is unlike that a hundred percent like literally if he walks in the house with four things in his hand those four things get put away before he does anything else and I'm so the opposite and it's not that I'm wrong I'm totally okay with it in that sense of like this has to change because it's horrible I don't have that point of view and what I'm aware of is every time it builds up then taking that time to put it away when I could say take a moment or two in the time that it comes in. And so that's one thing that, you know, I I would say that I have accepted my excuses and excuses such as, well, I just don't have time. Like I'll, I'll just set this here and I'll get to it later. And those sorts of things that actually aren't true, but I really, really buy them as true. And I really, really sell them as true to me, uh, even though, you know, I see hubby doing very different. And I know it's possible to do very different. In fact, like when we get home, the other night we got home from our trip and it was like almost one in the morning. Now he is much more of a a night owl than I am. I'm much more of an early morning type person. Um, And so we both walk in the door. Meanwhile, I've slept the two and a half hour drive home while he drove. And I walked in, dropped everything at the door and went to bed. So he walks in and unpacks his suitcase, gets laundry going, uh, has his suitcase put away. This is what day of the week we're on? We're on Wednesday. My suitcase is still sitting half full on the couch. No, it's not right. And it's not wrong. And I just wonder, you know, I wonder. So it's like getting when I ask for my body to be loud about that, then it becomes where 
that's louder. You know, the the piles are louder. There's there's more of a, I'm going to say a discomfort around it and less of a, of, of, well, just even accepting my excuses that that's just the way it is, or I don't have time. Because, you know, it's such a lie. The whole time thing is such a lie. So let's look about a clearing for that for me. And maybe you guys require it too, but I know I definitely can can accept the excuse of time. Uh, so let's do this. So what have I made so vital, valuable, and real about accepting the excuses of time that keeps me from creating beyond what I have never imagined possible? Wow. Everything that is, I will, and if you will, destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, meons. Now, that's the first time that I've been willing to acknowledge that a lot of the story and excuses that I have around the time and the organization and the piles and all of that is really to slow down my creation, which I know sounds ridiculous, except if we truly created at the speed that we could create at, like truly, truly, truly created at that speed with no drama, trauma, no crazy, no feelings, no judgments, no decisions, none of that stuff. If we just created at the speed that we can create, we would be so far outside this reality that although to our ears, <laughs> to our to our mind, that sounds lovely. Uh, and wow, what would it take? Except energetically, most of us, myself included, uh, have felt outside for so long, felt left out, felt so separate for so long that we have found ways to, I'm going to use air quotes, fit in, even though we've never fit in and we will never fit in. So it's interesting now, just as I have that awareness with this information of really kind of everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. The reason I was accepting those excuses and not even seeing them as excuses was just another way for me to slow down and to fit in. Oh my gosh, everything that is, I'm going to destroy and uncreate it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And how many excuses do we use to slow down and fit in? Oh, goodness me, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you're not willing to be so different that you don't fit in. We just stir and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, buck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Cool. And any lies that we've bought or sold that fitting in is the only way to be on this planet. We just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, refined judgments, and anything else that I haven't mentioned that we have to how to be on this planet. Well, you just revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because 
like, I mean, there's so many aspects to that, because just being here on the planet and being in a family and being in a marriage, if you are in a relationship and having kids, if you do, and having a business, if you do, like, you know, there's so many different roles that we play that, like, what if we actually get to choose what works for us? And what if we get to choose what works for us every 10 seconds? Like, what if we don't have to be here on the planet in a marriage in a certain way all the time? Like, what if we actually get to change it? And that, and, and that in every area of our life. So everywhere that you've not been willing to be the ch- actually, yeah, anywhere you're not willing to be the change that you truly be. Oh, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you're not willing to create the change that works for you every 10 seconds. We destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because that's the other thing too, is that we make people really uncomfortable when we change or when we change something. Like really uncomfortable. Like there's, there, and I mean, there's such a ridiculousness to it in that sense, because it's like, if something doesn't work, why not just change it? And yet, there's this weird energy a lot of times about changing something or even just saying, you know, something to somebody about, hey, you know what, this way doesn't work for me anymore. Let's do it this way. Often we won't. Often we'll just kind of put up with the way that it's been done because that's the way it's been done and we'd rather not make somebody uncomfortable. I mean, just to even talk about it, I can really perceive the ridiculousness of it and yet how often do we not choose to change it? Yeah, wow. So on three, let's destroy and uncreate all of the times where we knew it would create more to change something and we didn't to ensure someone was comfortable, whether it was us or somebody else or a whole other group of people, whatever that might be. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three. And on four, let's destroy and uncreate all the solidified futures that we created to continue on that path of always making sure that we didn't change anything to keep everybody else around us happy, even though they were never going to be happy anyway. One, two, three, four. 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 Yeah. And then it's not about you know, choosing to change something just to make somebody uncomfortable, although I mean that you can, of course, choose that too. But really just just looking at what works, what doesn't, being willing to change it every 10 seconds, without a story, without a point of view, and all from the place of what if if there's other people involved, what can they hear? You know, because a lot of times we think we need to tell them what's true, or our truth. And that's usually really unkind. You know, let's say, let's say your boss, uh, let's say you're working for somebody and your boss, uh, you've always worked from 8am until 4pm, and you really would prefer to work seven to three. And in order to ask for that, you don't go in and say, or I mean, you could, but 
probably going in and saying, hey, I just don't like working eight to four. Could I change to seven to three? Uh, it'll just work better for me. Uh, that possibly wouldn't create more as opposed to, okay, what can they hear? Okay, so let's say your boss is really family oriented. So then utilize that to your advantage. And you could say something like, hey, you know what, I'm finding that the kids don't want to hang out with me first thing in the morning anyway. So if I could come in from seven to three, then I can pick them up after school and we can really utilize our family time together better than I can working eight to four. Would that be okay? You know, so you're actually utilizing information that you know that they can hear. Because if you just tell them what's true for you, it's not true for them. And so, you know, it's really, really an unkind thing to say to people what's true for you with the assumption that they have the same truth. We don't. What's true for me is very different for what's true for you. So it's looking at what can they hear? What, what do you know about them already? And sometimes we don't know the person. You might just have to be aware in that, in that moment of what they could hear. Uh, but just, just that willingness to change what's required, what's fun for you every 10 seconds. And if there's other people involved, what can they hear? So everywhere that you're not willing to be aware of what other people can hear, Way to store and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, meons. And yes, that is manipulation. <clears throat> Absolutely it is. And what if manipulation isn't wrong? What if all the lies that you have bought and sold about manipulation is just that, a lie? Everything that brings up way to store and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So let's stay with that example. So let's say you say, okay, the family thing, and they say, oh, absolutely, I totally get that. More time with your family. Yes, come in from seven to three. That works great. So now they have, yes, you have manipulated them by using information that you're aware of with them. And now you're happy because you get the hours you would like. And they're happy because they were able to contribute to you and, and creating more with you. So tell me again what's wrong with manipulation, right? Like we're manipulating constantly. When you get dressed in the morning, you're manipulating. Like you're actually physically manipulating. Or if you wear makeup, you're manipulating the makeup. Like manipulation has been given such a such a bad rap. And really, we do it all day. It's actually utilizing it and doing it from a place of awareness that we can actually create more. Everything that is right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, talk, shorts, boys and beyonds. And on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. 
and read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about stop accepting your excuses. And, you know, really, of course, the first step is even being aware of where you are using excuses. And excuses can be in many different forms, like excuses can be uh, like that, like just the energy of an excuse. But also there's the energy of like I was saying for myself, like it like true story. And I use that hashtag a lot uh, on Facebook and stuff from from a place of usually like humor, because there'll be some sort of really cool post that I'll find. And then I'll just, you know, share it and use hashtag true story. But it has an energy for me, like it's actually in my world, it's true. Uh, those excuses. So I wouldn't necessarily call them excuses because I haven't identified them as that they're very true and real in my world in that moment. Uh, And so, you know, they might have that energy for you. They might have an energy of a story for you where you say, well, I can't go jogging because, and that because is the story. Pretty much anytime you use because is a story. And it's not that you need to stop using because, you just need to be really aware when you're using it. There will be a time where, you know, again, going back to the story of the asking for different hours at your workplace, you know, I'd really like to change my hours because that would be a really great place to use that. Uh, because and in your in your world you want to be very aware when you're using because because it just usually is how we're unconsciously uh, adding a story or anti-consciously adding a story and justifying it so all of the different ways that we've used excuses (laughs) will you destroy and uncreate it all return to sender with consciousness yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the excuses that you have bought and sold as so real and so true that you don't even acknowledge or have the awareness that they're excuses. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you wouldn't be willing to have all of those excuses be really loud so that you don't ever even consider for one moment that they're not just an excuse. Will you destroy it and create it all? 
right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, a lot of times when I have an awareness like this, like, you know, this huge light bulb moment, uh, then I become so aware of them and other people's universe too, because I'm more aware of them in mine. So if somebody's talking to me and and I become more aware of them uh, as they're talking in their life. And and really, if that occurs for you also, what we want to do is make sure, one, that we stay the infinite kindness that we truly be, which means we do not judge and we stay an interesting point of view, which are pretty much the same thing. Uh, but, well, I guess, you know what? We do not judge slash we stay an interesting point of view. And we don't say anything unless they're asking. Because... A lot of times, and I used to do this a lot prior to studying Access, uh, and I should say that all of these tools and processes are from Access Consciousness, the Clearing Statement. You can find more information at theclearingstatement.com. Uh, but prior to studying Access, I would think that it was my job or whatever, you know, whatever excuse I used at the moment, but I would just jump in and be like, oh my gosh, do you hear yourself? You're using an excuse. You can stop using that excuse and you could change it. Or, you know, it'd be something like that. And I probably wouldn't be as direct as that just sounded, but I would find a way to say it, which isn't actually kind at all. And this reality says it is. This reality says that is kind. Telling somebody where they're, you know, where they're having a problem is, you should point that out. It's like, no, actually, no, that's really unkind. If they're asking, totally different, totally different. But if they're not, as Gary has told me, the founder of Access many a time, shut the fuck up. And he doesn't say that like to me as I'm talking. I don't mean that. But, you know, just in different questions I've asked, it's like, that's been the greatest advice or awareness that he's had for me. And it is so true because, because I spent so many years doing the exact exact opposite in some form or another. And uh, I have a whole show from years ago, actually, called uh, Superior Bitching. I think it's called Stop Superior Bitching. And I think probably, oh gosh, you know what? I don't even know. 2014 would be my guess uh, if you go back in the archives. But that really is like when we tell people what they're not asking for, uh, that is that is a superior bitching of magnitude. So I become more aware of it now, of course, and I still have, it just is information for me. Nothing more, nothing less. I don't need to go in and change it for anybody. A lot of times people aren't looking to choose more consciousness or to create more consciousness on the planet. They don't actually even know that it's a possibility. And I didn't know it was a possibility. You know, I look at in in the last six years what I've created in in my in my living, in my business, in my money, and all of that. If you would have told me, like the, even the week before I changed it, that I could change it or that there was something else possible, I don't know that I could have heard that. Like. You know, it's not until you actually choose to change something, you choose to stop the excuses, you choose to choose something different, that it actually, I don't know, I'm going to say sets in, that's not the right word, but like before that, I wouldn't have been open to receiving it was different, it was possible to be different. And 
even though it might have looked like I did. You know, I might have been saying, oh, I really would like my money to be different or I'm going to do this so that I can change my money and all of that. Ultimately, until we truly choose it, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I, I wonder, I wonder. Um, yeah, so everything that is and everywhere you've judged you for not changing things sooner than when you did change them or anything in your life right now that you'd like to change that you haven't changed yet, we just discern and create all of that judgment and return it to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere that you would rather judge you than choose beyond, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And all of the excuses that you have that judging you is the best way to change, the only way to change and anything else that I haven't mentioned, will you discern and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Judgment is the surefire way you won't change. And as I talked about in the first segment, it just keeps you in the same energy. So really be aware of that, you guys. And look at, like, what are the excuses that you have of judging you? Like, what, what have you said, well, I can judge me because... Like, what are those? And, and be willing to destroy and create them. Now, the other thing with, I mean, with everything and judgment is whose is it? Like, is it even yours? Or are you aware of the judgment on the planet? And are you picking it up, but not willingly stopping you? Because each one of us is aware. We're infinitely aware. And... You, it will, you'll never not be aware of the judgment on the planet. What your job is, is to stop playing with it. Yes, it will come in and it will come in like a thought, like I'm horrible or I'm wrong or I'm stupid or whatever the judgment is of the moment. And your job is to not play with it. So you can even be like, oh, wow, that's funny. Return to sender with consciousness huh, return to sender with consciousness. Like that's what your job is. Because otherwise, when you try to define it, you try to figure it out, you try to make sense of it, whatever all of that might be, that's all ways to ensure that you stay in that energy, which might be like, you know, my awareness in the first segment around like, I'm going to keep my excuses so that I can fit in. Now, imagine just get the energy of if you never, ever, ever had judgment again, like you never chose it, like get the energy of what your life would be like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So imagine that living, like living that living, <laughs> living in that energy, being in that energy. Again, do you fit into this reality? No. So maybe that's part of the reason you play with judgment. Regardless, what you want to do is be aware of it, that it's a choice. And I know choice is one of those words that nobody wants to hear. Nobody likes it. Everybody thinks it's a, you know, it's a bad C word, but it's not. Choice to me is such a simple energy. It's an action. And so when you are choosing 
to play with self-judgment or harsh judgment, then, or any judgment, doesn't matter, then what you're doing is you're actually stopping what's possible. Like you're actually choosing that, just like you could choose not to. So everywhere that you're choosing the judgment or choosing the excuses and not acknowledging that you're choosing it, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. The trick with, like, with acknowledging that you're choosing it is that then you can actually acknowledge that you can change it. Like you actually become aware that you have another choice. And you may not choose different, but at least you become aware that it's a choice and that you have another choice and that every 10 seconds you have another choice, that there isn't a right or a wrong. There's just choice. There's just choice. And you can choose whatever you'd like to choose. Some choices will make you feel lighter and more expansive. (sighs) And some choices will make you not you know, and it's just choice. And then what's really cool with choice is that it's choice that creates the awareness. Like once you have that awareness that, oh, that feels horrible. Like, let's go back to the example of asking for your time to change at work. And let's say you choose to first complain to your coworkers that you never get to see your kids or you don't have enough time with them. And you go, you know, you choose that route. You choose the judgment, the heaviness, the, 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 um, basically what I like to call the distraction energy. And then you can get a sense of, okay, well, oh, wow, that 10 minute coffee break, I feel really crappy now. Like, oh, cool. So I chose that. I chose to complain. I chose to look at the limitations and play with the limitations and the excuses as though they were real. And that didn't feel good. Huh. Okay. So what could I choose that would be different? And that might be where you have the awareness to have the conversation with your boss about another possibility. So really choice creates awareness choice creates awareness. And if you've ever taken a bars class, and if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Uh, if you ha- if you remember, if you have taken one, at the end of the video, Gary says very nonchalantly, very kind of doesn't even really fit in with the conversation because it's a good like they're at the end of the video saying goodbye. And all of a sudden he says, and remember, choice creates awareness. Awareness doesn't create choice. And they leave us with that energy. Uh, And it's always so funny to me because probably the first nine times I saw that video, I didn't even hear it. Like I didn't, I didn't even hear what he said. Uh, And of course, now I hear it all the time when I play the video in class. And it's just that energy of like choice actually creates awareness. And so much of what I did prior to studying access, all of the metaphysical stuff was about having the awareness first, and then I would choose. So if I was looking at one point, I was looking at taking uh, clinical hypnotherapy and I had a choice to the two schools that were really um, calling to me or really I felt connected to was one in Calgary and one in uh, Toronto. And I kept looking for the awareness so that I could make my choice. Now, it took me weeks and I finally did get the awareness and then I made the choice. Now, the way I do it now is I choose. 
And then I get the awareness. So let me tell you, creation is so much quicker because I don't have to wait weeks to have the awareness gifted to me by something external to me. I don't give my power away anymore. I get to choose. Now, I may not have, like, let's say I had that choice now, today, I don't know for sure that I would phone up and like register at a school to get to make the choice. A lot of times I'll just play with it from the energy of it of like, okay, so what would my life be like in five years if I chose this? Okay, I'll get the energy of that. So what would my life be like in five years if I don't choose this? Because that's also getting the energy. That's, that's, that's the energy of the choosing of it, which will then gift you the awareness of it. Now, a lot of times we take that, that question, any question like it, into the logic. So let's say it was light to choose uh, Toronto. So then we would do the becauses. We would add stories. Oh, you know what? Toronto's better because it's a better school. The facilitators of women or, you know, whatever story I might attach to it. Instead of just going, huh, okay, in this 10 seconds, it's light to choose Toronto. Okay, cool. And then just keep playing from that space. Yeah, so everything that is, everything that brings up for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about waiting for the awareness before choosing that keeps you from being the speed of space creator you truly be? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because that really is, I mean, that's been my experience is the, the amount that I can create now, the amount that I can choose now, it is a million times faster, a billion times faster than when I was waiting for the awareness to choose and before I would choose. And I mean, it's so natural. The speed of space is so natural for each one of us that it becomes really uncomfortable when we have to slow down. And slowing down is another way that we fit into this reality. So you might also be using it for that too. So that again, it's that fitting in. So everything that brings up in any, any way, shape or form that you may be using, uh, slowing down to do anything here on this planet, uh, we just turn and create it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And one of the questions that I absolutely love, what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be the spa- speed of space that we truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds, because that truly is what's natural for us. Yeah. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. 
Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about stopping the excuses, or at least being aware of when you are using them. Because really, I mean, for me, I know that everything is possible. And pretty much any, well, not pretty much any time that I'm choosing less than that energy then it would be some form of an excuse, whether it's my excuse, whether I'm just picking it up from other people, whatever, it doesn't even matter. It's just knowing that anytime there's that energy, that something isn't possible, that it's a lie. And that in order for it to be like showing up in our lives, it's because we're buying it as true and real. We're making it true and real. Yeah. So everywhere that you're using excuses to ensure that you don't create beyond your wildest dreams, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to center with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I have some exciting awesome classes around the world that I would like to invite you to. Uh, Bars in Edmonton. So access bars starting May 10th. Uh, with Sweet Tanya and I are going to co-facilitate that class. And then May 11th, I will facilitate Foundation. And Gary and uh, Gary and Dane just rewrote the manual. And oh my gosh, what a class. I have been enjoying the audios from the class uh, as I was in Park City and couldn't go to Paris in person. It's amazing. And so to have this new manual, oh my God, I can hardly wait. So, uh, so May 11th in Edmonton. Then off to Denver, we will do bars on May 24th and foundation starting May 25th. Then uh, foundation starting June 1st in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Venetian. How's it get any better than that? Then off to Swift Current, Saskatchewan starting June 8th for foundation. Then off to Humboldt, Saskatchewan starting June 13th for foundation. Uh, And then beyond awesomeness, which is a two-day class, uh, we will have it both in person and live streamed. Uh, In person in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. August 26th and 27th, then off to Vienna, Austria for Embodying Wealth and Opulence starting on October 27th. It's a two and a half day class, so it'd be October 28th, 29th, the evening of the 27th. 
then off to London, England, one of hubby's favorite places. Well, the England part, anyway. I quite love London myself. Uh, and, of course, sweet Alan, the host, November 2nd for Foundation. Then off to Calgary, starting November 24th for Foundation. And then Maui, Hawaii, How to Change Anything with Ease, which is one of my specialty classes. Uh, and the dates right now are January 27th, 28th, and we'll... We'll just kind of see uh, in the next little week or two uh, if that is staying that way or it'll be in and around that area. But we couldn't get a, a clear read on that the other day when I was talking to my sweet host, Kathy. So, um, but just know Maui in January, where else would you like to be? Uh, and then also starting this month is the Business Creation Club, which is just a phenomenal club that is so much fun where we get together. Uh, it's a group coaching program and we get together once a month on Zoom to go through whatever is required for everybody, whatever questions, uh, processing whatever is required but also throughout the month every Tuesday is a full as a live uh, energy pull so we get together on in the Facebook group and I go on a live video and we do that plus you get the recording of it so you get 27 energy pulls throughout the entire six months and every Wednesday is a weekly business resource so that you have something, whether it's a how-to, whether it's a video, whether it's clearing loops for something specific, whatever it might be. And then on um, once a month, when we do the Zoom, we'll also do a group energetic contribution. So you get six of those uh, in the six months. And of course, we have a private Facebook group, but it's a phenomenal program. And it is only 997 Canadian. Uh, there's also a payment plan if, if that works better for you. But so much information. And yeah, I wonder what else is possible for, for the businesses that are playing and would like to play. So get a hold of me if you haven't seen the link around. I am happy to send it to you. All right, so let's get back to excuses. And what excuses are you using? You know, a few people at the Ignite event came up to me and, and talked about, you know, they were willing to be really honest and open about their bodies and how they'd use that as a reason not to be visible with their businesses. You know, they were maybe embarrassed that they were uh, a heavier set or uh, whatever, you know, they were judging about their bodies. And I was looking at that afterwards, because I think I had three different people in, in the same day come up to me uh, and, and just chat about that. And I was looking at that for myself. And I thought, wow, you know, I could, I could have used that, like, I really, really could have. And and I don't know a place that I have actually used my body as an excuse. Like maybe maybe to not go for a five kilometer jog or something, like something that I didn't desire to do. But I, I've never allowed it to stop me in terms of business or stuff like that. Or even when I go to the pool, I actually wear a bathing suit. Like I I it I do not allow that to stop me. And I'm so grateful for that because it's so easy. To allow that to stop me, of course, right? Like every, like everybody does. Not everybody, obviously, but so many people do. And when I was looking at it, and I was kind of like, "Wow, yeah," like I really could have, or I could use it. But then I realized, you know, 
everybody could have an excuse. You don't have to have extra weight to have an excuse. It could be that you're too skinny. It could be that you're, um, you don't like the color of your hair or like we will always find an excuse. So I haven't let a lot of things stop me in, in that way. Like, yes, of course I have excuses and I've been more aware of them in the last week than ever before. And there's so much that I actually haven't allowed to stop me. And how often we can use that stuff, whether it's our body size, whether it's our, um, where we land in the family, you know, are you oldest, are you youngest, are you middle, or, you know, whether you have a family, maybe your parents have, have died, so now you're viewing yourself as an orphan, which, yeah, anyway, you know, like, well, there's so many different things we could use that are just excuses, like, just excuses, like, look at the people there's this guy called Elvin Law, I believe his name was, or is, and he used to come to our school probably once a year, and he was an inspirational speaker, and he has no arms. And so there's people all over the planet that are doing phenomenal things that have, you know, in a sense, less than what I might have. So yeah, I might have extra weight, extra weight, and he doesn't have arms, and yet he actually still drives himself. I have arms. I don't like to drive myself. <laughs> You know, like there's so many different people that could really inspire you to choose greater that are doing it. They're not allowing the excuses to stop them. And and it's like, what would it take? What would it take to look at those excuses in the face and laugh? You know, and of course we have the tools. You can use interesting point of view. I have that point of view with excuses or um, return to sender with excuses. You could bring up the energy of excuses and use the, the crazy phrase. You know, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Like you can use different tools. And ultimately it's about never allowing yourself to stop you no matter what. Like seriously, no matter what. And, you know, I've seen, uh, I've seen Gary, or I've actually, I've never seen it that I've been aware of, but he's talked about how when he was um, different times, you know, in his 30 years of facilitating classes, there's been times that he's actually felt really sick or had diarrhea or like different things going on, and he still did it. And not from a place of push or force or I have to because I said it, but just from a place of, hey, actually, I get that it'll create more. And back in February, when I was like sick with kind of cold slash fluish, and it was still light to choose to facilitate the foundation in Victoria, like I, you know, if you'd asked me, could you do that? Could you facilitate that class um, not feeling well? I'd have been like, oh my gosh, no, I don't think that would be very fun. And, it you know, I'd have all these excuses. But right in that moment when it was like, okay, I've got to either cancel the class or follow the energy of what's light. Okay, what what's going to create more? And it was like, man, it was so light to choose it. And during class, I was totally fine. Like I was present. I wa there was no different to me in a class than, you know, any other time. The only difference was the lunchtime and after class and before, which was where I pretty much stayed, you know, in bed. Uh, otherwise, it was totally fine. And so it's like, how many times have I stopped myself? And I used to have um, years ago, I used to like have digestive problems and all that sort of stuff that I did stop myself from doing things. Like I didn't, I didn't check in with the energy. I just thought, oh my gosh, I don't feel well today. I need to cancel that. 
And then I would do that. And that's just another, another form of an excuse, another stop. Now, it doesn't mean if you do not feel well, and it's lighter to cancel it or not to choose it, that's a totally different energy than if you go, well, it's light to choose it, but I'm still not going to, then it's, it is a form of stopping you, a form of using an excuse. And it's not right. And it's not wrong. It's just a choice. So all of the judgment you might be doing of you for what you've chosen in the past, will you destroy and uncreate it all return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And what else might be possible? Like, what could you create beyond the excuses that you've never even acknowledged? Whew. Anything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, receive, and acknowledge that, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And all of the points of view, all of the excuses, all of the judgments, all of the decisions, all of that energy that you've used to stop you with reason, <laughs> will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you're not willing to look an excuse in, a, in the face and go beyond it, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what else? I mean, really, what else might be possible if we stopped that silly game? Because that's all it is. It's a silly game. It's a yet another way to distract ourselves. Yeah. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about distracting you that keeps you from creating beyond what you have never, ever imagined possible? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Now, the other piece of this that's just kind of popping is check in. Whatever you have that excuse for, make sure that that whatever it is, desire or whatever it is, make sure that that is yours. Because sometimes you might have excuse after excuse after excuse, because what you're what you're not choosing isn't actually something you'd like to choose. So just to keep that in mind, because it's not to say that, you know, you have to go 110 miles an hour towards everything because there's there's we're aware we're infinitely aware just like we pick up the crazy from people we also pick up the dreams and the desires from people so you always want to make sure is is it yours especially if it's something that you have like you have thought that you should do um I'm just looking at that for myself because I hadn't even thought of it with regards to the organization and the piles of stuff like the desire to be that truth is that mine. You know, there's a little piece of it, but there's also the awareness that probably of even hubby's desire for me to be more like that. Um, and just this population, this gender, this society of this is the way we should be, we should be clean and organized and everything have a place and all of that. And there is a piece of it that is mine. So I'm just going to keep playing with that for myself. Because uh, Whatever that piece is, once I acknowledge what that piece is, it will be so much more ease for me to choose. Because otherwise, let's say I wouldn't have looked at that, um, which I wasn't doing even, you know, three minutes ago, then it probably would have always felt like a force or a push instead of actually doing it from choice. Because choice would be something that truly I desire, not from the place of the energy of either projection where people are thinking or telling you you should do something or 
just being aware of other people's, you know, kind of judgment of themselves that they should be doing something. So if you're truly doing it from a place of, hey, this is what I desire, there will be so much more space to the choice than that push energy or that I have to do this. And there might even be a because in there, I have to do this because. So yeah, so everything that brings up, will you just destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, meons, and everywhere that you haven't been willing to look at what does work for you, what doesn't work for you, and if they're yours, will you destroy and uncreate all that, return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because really, like, if you have any of those lists around of things you'd like to create or things you'd like to be or do or have, any of those really start looking who does that belong to because even those lists cannot be yours and and often that's how I know something isn't mine is that it's been on my list for more than even three months because what I truly desire I create right away what I don't truly desire and haven't been willing to be aware of that, that it's not mine, then I will stay in judgment of me and you look at how wrong I am and blah, 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 blah. So everything that is, way to start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Oh, awesome. And what energy, space, and consciousness can all of us be to choose from the space of what truly works for us for all eternity? Anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And we will finish with my usual favorite. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality totally beyond this reality with total ease? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, way to start and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.